See this? This is my boomstick. Damn, Jim, what the hell's the matter with you? Well, baby, he's so horny. He's so horny. I'm funny how? I'm funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. Don't, don't, don't. I make you laugh. I'm here to fucking amuse you. What do you oh, mean, no, funny? No, no, no. Yes, let's just pray I yes. have the energy to get myself this another beer. This needs an enema. My mom always said life was like a box of chocolates. I still You never know what you're going to get. You have failed me for the last time. Wrong, sir. Wrong. I was saying balloons. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Oh, my gosh. And we're, we're back. back. And you are? Uh, Promy. And I am? You are? Oh. Okay, am I supposed to say your name? I don't know. Because you didn't announce me, so it would... Mal usually says, I'm Mal, and we have... I'm Promy, and we have... Man with no name. There we go. You're sitting in the driver's seat. I'm the co-pilot. Well, you know, it looked like you grabbed the steering wheel for a second there. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, it's it's cool. I might have needed that. (laughs) I I did need that, actually, because, you know, I was looking kind of blankly when we did that. Anyway, sounds like we had a little roll reversal trouble, like we didn't know when to turn it back around. I don't know. Anyway, what's done is done. We're here. And uh, we need to apologize for last week's show. Yes. We said some things that were inappropriate. But hopefully nobody could understand it because of all the loud (laughs) noise. Yeah. Sorry about that. Normally, well, no. I was going to say normally we do a sound check, but no, we don't. Normally we just come in and use the exact same settings week after week and there's no problem, but... Somehow something got moved. Yeah. we Well, there was some stuff going on with the soundboard last week when I was setting it up for Mal's uh, call-in, so... Oh, maybe that did it. That might have had some kind of an impact, so... So we'll we'll give a quick recap of what we can remember from from last week's show. I know we had um, my cruise, cruise in Photoshop world, and Photoshop world, and and then Mal was on, which and is what really sucks. You know that not not that he was on, but that that he was on, and we kind of didn't do the best job of capturing. No. It. Yeah. Well, this yes. is what happens when we don't have our leader. That's right. So anyway, so he the forsaken us. For a foreign land. Yeah, really. The cruise was great. Um, if you if you ever get the chance, go to Grand Cayman and or Cozumel. And which one of those islands do you just want to wave at from the boat? Well, the, okay. If Grand Cayman and Cozumel are are beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, Isla Roatan in Honduras was also really beautiful. Do not, if you can help it, go to Belize. Which sounds like it would be such a pretty place. It sounds like, oh, let's go to Belize. Yeah, yeah. That, that sounds like some some place like a celebrity would own an island off the coast of. And you know what? They might somewhere. They just don't bother going to the mainland no. for anything. And and the ironic part, and I don't know if I mentioned this last time, but doesn't really matter. See the shirt that I'm wearing? Yes. It says Belize, Belize. on it. Established so, 1981. Yeah, it was. It used to be something else. It used to be under uh, British control or something. Um, I wish I could remember. So it's another example of how British control being turned o- turned back over to the yeah. main main back over to the native inhabitants. How well that ends up being managed, like India and all these other countries mm-hmm. that are like after Brit- Brit- British Honduras. I think that may have Maybe. been what it was. John knew he told me. up when they leave. Yeah. Well, 
This is the one and only t-shirt that I bought, and it's for a place that I didn't like. <laughs> so you bought that this trip? Yeah. Why? Because... Was that because you were afraid you weren't going to get out of the shop alive unless you bought something? Well, yeah, that's the other part of the story. Uh, which well, which, which he's going he's gonna to go over. Yeah, just, just really quickly, because if you... And if then you, you can talk about your black balls. I beg your pardon? The, the picture you... you oh, yes. Uh, well, if you did sit through last week's show, then, wow, good for you. That's right. But if not... You get a gold star. <laughs> Yeah, right in for us. that. We'll give it, yeah, we'll mail it out to you. Yeah. Um, Belize, we we got to the port. It The ship itself has to dock, not, be, not dock, anchor, like three miles out because the the uh, waters around the island itself are so um, shallow. So it, it's like a half an hour tender ride to shore. So we get to the shore and we had no plans. We figured we'd figure something out. We walk out of the gate and, and you know, a bunch of people are, are pestering for, do you want a tour or whatever. And this There's one guy... on fire in the background. And uh, not quite, but I wouldn't have been surprised. You know, newspaper balls rolling down the street <laughs> in the wind. Newspaper balls, huh? You know, like in the like in the when you see those old movies, like the New York or something, where it's like there's just oh, like a, okay. a crumpled up paper just kind of being. Blown. I got gotcha. you. I thought you were saying, you know, instead of tumbleweeds, they had newspaper weeds. Oh no, but but kind of, kind, kind of. of. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I know what you mean now. Anyway, long story short, we we took a tour of the island from a local, and one of the stops that he made was at this gift shop, and when we walked in. I didn't catch it, but Sean, who's six five and built like a a football player, he caught that they locked the door behind us. And always a good sign. Yeah, like I said, I didn't catch that. None of us did except Sean. And it wasn't until we we were we paid and we were ready to leave that we saw him unlock the door. So Sean was ready. He kind of made eye contact with the the guy at the door. You know, like. Okay, you might want to wait for someone else. Don't don't screw with me. But the reason that I bought this shirt was because it was only nine bucks. Ah, we were on a tight budget this time, and I figured, okay, well, if I can get a shirt for nine bucks as opposed to like in the the actual dock where the the uh, the tender let us off, where oh. they were like fifteen, nineteen. Okay, well, this one is. This one's cheap, so I'll I'll get one here. I'll get one in Cozumel. Get one on the ship. Right. Well, as it turns out, I never got one anywhere else. So the only shirt I walked away with was this shirt from Belize, which I don't even care for. But you see, I see it as two pluses. One, Belize sounds like it would be a cool place, an ex- expensive, fancy place. Right. So you've got that going for you. People who just see you on the shirt don't know any oh, better. Oh, you went to Belize. And two, exactly. And two, when people ask you about it, then you have an awesome story to tell. Yeah. So it's kind of, it, 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 that shirt really sells it. You know, for, for less than 10 bucks, you got a bargain, <laughs> my friend. Yep. Because uh, just think, if you had a shirt that said Cozumel on it, and that was the only one, it's like, oh, it was great, it was pretty... It was nice. It was Eddie. <laughs> we looked for him. Yeah, yeah. Anyone who who remembers that story from several years ago, uh, when we went to Cozumel, there was this in, a perfume and cologne section. Like when you get off the ship, you like walk a district like the perfume. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Just oh, I had a migraine when I left that block. <laughs> 
No, when you get off the ship, you walk down the pier, and then, of course, they're smart. They funnel you through this gift shop, basically. It's like Disney. A duty-free shop. That's exactly what it it's is. It's like getting it's off Pirates of the Caribbean. Exactly. It's exactly what it is. <laughs> Except in this building, they have everything Except the pirates are on the free. other side. <laughs> yeah. They have perfumes and cigarettes and cigars and jewelry and all the stuff that you can get there duty-free. Well, I was actually looking for a cologne that someone at work had had, had on that I liked. So we went in there, long story short again, um, the, the flamingest queen came over to help us and he was this little man and he had on some some makeup and a little foundation a little rouge some lip gloss and and his thing no matter which cologne I saw he said well this one here this is new it, it's got a nice scent and it's it's light and it's new and that was his thing no matter what it's new he was showing me all the new Perfume galons and and I have to say as I'm I'm, I'm laughing because as I'm impersonating him I'm moving my hands yeah, like yeah. no and and pointing yeah, at no. this and this and this yeah he, he is it's funny too <laughs> if you could see it I wasn't commenting on it but I was just sitting there watching him make the gestures <laughs> like looking at you going oh yeah you're explaining it like everybody <laughs> out there can see so yeah. Yeah, great radio for us but. So, <laughs> if you get the option of going to Belize, don't. If you go to... That's the time to check out some of the onboard entertainment available to you, including the 24-hour food. Pretty much. We were back on the ship. We were we were back at the tender at 11 o'clock. We were back on the ship at 11.30. We were only there for maybe under two hours. Yeah. Well, no. Let me ask you a question, on uh, Chris. And this is something I didn't think of last week. When you're when you're doing this, about how much time waking time would you say you actually spend out to sea? And I don't mean like there where you're docked or where you're anchored, right. and, but like actually traveling. How much of the, how much of time when you're like I'm up, I'm active, I'd be on land if I could be. Well, this was a seven day cruise, mm-hmm. and we left Sunday. The ship physically started moving at like four o'clock. Wow, so I dropped you guys off at like 11.30 and you were you were sitting at the port? No, we knew what we were doing. You dropped us off at 11.30, uh-huh. we went in, got well, No, but I mean the ship was sitting at the port. Oh yeah, the ship had been sitting there since probably like 6 o'clock in the morning. But I know what I mean from the time, but I'm just saying like with you on it. But I guess it doesn't really matter. Oh yeah. You've yeah, already yeah. arrived at your hotel, you're in, in exactly. your shopping district. You're just and the free food. Yeah. And that's what we did. So were you able to get right on then? Yep, cool. pretty much. No, I take it back. We sat... Okay, we we went into the terminal, we checked in, got our room keys and all that, you know, the credit card style. Uh-huh, and that style. before you get on the boat. Yeah. Okay. Um, and they give you a number, and it's, they board in groups. And the numbers, I think they the numbers went up to like, let's say, 40. No, is it like a first come, first serve for these numbers? Yeah, or just pretty much. Okay. As you check in... So earliest people get there, or the earliest people getting on. The that sooner you get there, the sooner you get on the ship. Cool. Um, we were 18. And when we got there, they were at 8. And by the time... So you could have actually shown up like a half hour earlier and gotten on probably. Yeah. Well... If, and we if, knew that. And if circumstances had worked out to leave earlier, yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, we knew that. John and I had done that before where, you know, we'd gotten there nice and early. So and they kick your butts off that ship quick then. Oh, yeah. 
when when you get back because uh, this as is something soon as they can about last time is, is you get off they clean all the rooms while the people are getting on and they you know. they clean everything they restock the ship it's it's incredible if you ever have if you ever see a show on like discovery or travel channel or anything about cruise ships give give a look because it's actually fascinating to see how this process happens. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a huge undertaking, and especially on the day, embarkation day, where you got to get rid of 2,000 people, clean everything. Act like you're excited to see another 2,000 people. <laughs> yeah, and, and with very little break. Like, from the time the last person gets off to the time they start letting people on, it may be an hour. Wow. Now, granted, all the stuff is going on behind the scenes. You know, they're loading pallets of right. Of that's all happen- that's all happening underneath while you're getting right. on. And after, like, at the minute they dock, they're probably taking crap off of it, and then and we couldn't get to our rooms until one thirty. So that gave so a you dropped hours. us off at eleven thirty. By the time we got on the ship, I think it may have been like just after twelve. Like okay. maybe twelve fifteen or so. That's not too bad. No, we went right up, and that's what they were doing. They were directing you up to the Lido deck, which is where the buffet is, the pools are. People were when we got up there. People were already in their bathing suits in the pool, <laughs> or laying out by the pool. They're like, our vacation has started. You damn right. For us, it was get some food. <laughs> we hadn't eaten any breakfast too, so that helped. But yeah, we we got our first plate of food and started digging in. And then at one thirty, we went down to the, or maybe it was two o'clock. Not that it matters. But we went to our rooms and and yeah, the the ship isn't going anywhere because people are still. I think two three o'clock. No, two thirty may be the latest that they want you getting on the ship. Mm-hmm. And then at 3... Oh, I did forget to tell you this. 3.15, they have the safety drill. When everybody has to go out. Did you have to, do you have to wear the life vest? See, now, in the old days, old days being as, as early as three years ago... I remember as a child having to wear the life vest. Yes, on the you had to. You had to come to your muster station. You know, everyone has an assigned area they have to be. And I didn't like mustard until I was probably about 13 or 14, so yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> So you had to go to your muster station with the life jackets on. Now they don't do that. Now, for whatever reason, you just have to show up there. They realize practically, if anything really goes wrong, 75% of these people aren't going to make it anyway, so why even put them well, in the bathroom? that's true, too. <laughs> but the other thing I'm is... I'm basing that on the movie Titanic, so what do I know? Well, I mean, you know, the other thing is they have life jackets at the muster stations, so... Not to mention boats. Well, yeah, the boats, too. So... But anyway, so we get there, and they have you line up, you know, shoulder to shoulder, mm-hmm. in in one long line, and then as that line fills up, then stand in front of those people, and you're facing out. You're That's facing when they say, we're looking for three good men, and everybody else steps back, and then yeah. they throw you overboard as the as test dummy for the... As we're standing there, we're, we're facing, we're not facing channel side. Uh-huh. Okay, so you're facing out. We're like facing outward. We're facing the water. We're facing Davis facing Island. The stuff. <laughs> exactly. All the, uh, the industrial crap. industrial port. Yeah. And but there's people out there. They were they were like a row team or something in a great big long. Um, what kind of boat is that? Like like a giant kayak. 
you know, that type, like the row teams. Like oh, okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I, have no I don't idea know what, what kind of called. boat that's called. They look like long, giant kayaks or canoes or yeah, something, and they've got much. a secondary boat, or they've got like a pontoon or something. Some yeah, this one didn't have the pontoon, but yeah, that... And they're like, row, that, row, yeah. row. So there was, they, there was one of yeah. them out there, and then a, a boat, you know, a motor boat went by, and some guy mooned us. Sweet. While we were all standing out there at this safety drill, that's awesome. Someone walked. The boat was going right by, and the guy was aiming his ass at all of us. And it was actually pretty funny. Sounds like it. So now, of course, Sean wants to do that one day. Like, hey, is there a boat leaving today? Cause, uh, yep, every Sunday, three fifteen. My derriere needs some air. <laughs> so yeah, for you asked the question, how long are we actually at sea? Yeah. So the ship started like waking. I mean, obviously, you know. Obviously, like, between the hours of, like, 3 and something in the morning, you're probably traveling, but that's yeah. when most people are asleep or drunk. Very true. Um, ship left at 4. Uh, we, the entire day, Monday, we were at sea. And then Tuesday, at about 7 a.m., we got to Grand Cayman. And we were awake. So you're going to say about a day and a half, then... Total yeah. travel time from now, Florida down to your first They time. probably could get there faster. There's no point. Th- yeah, there's no point. They want you in a port. They get there early in the morning, you know, 7 o'clock or so. Because uh-huh. then once you're able to get on shore, that's when all the tours start. And down there, they probably recycle those ports. There's probably another ship going into that port while you're there. Were there were three ships in Grand Cayman, and we were side by side. I mean, obviously not in distance where you mm-hmm. could you know, throw a rock at them, but it was actually pretty cool, because right out our window, because uh, we had a balcony room, so right out our window and door was a ship, and then another ship. No, but I mean, like, wherever that boat's docked, though, it's probably got another boat in it on a different day. Oh, yeah, there, there's people there, there's ships coming in every day. Yeah, so, so it would script their whole schedule if they got there early, because part of that's spacing out on how much usage they can get out of that. Well, I mean, that the ships are there all day. Ship. Mm-hmm. Ships get there basically, around, let's say, about 7 or 8 in the morning, leave somewhere around 4 or 5 in the afternoon. And then the next day... And then the next day, there's ship. another one. Yep. So, yeah. In your parking spot, basically. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, like, up here, I know, like, um, over in, um, over on the Cape Canaveral, you know, the uh, the Disney had is, has their own port. It's, like, completely right. them... And I don't know how I don't know how that works because they only have three ships. But yeah, and, there must be days where there's least, nothing. And at least one of them doesn't even come to dock on that side. It's on the west coast these days. But so it, it almost seems kind of silly to, that it, there's got to be a lot of days when there's nothing happening at their port. Yeah, but I mean, because there's no mistaking it's Disney's port because there's like characters' faces on the loading areas and yeah, and I, I can't imagine the them letting Carnival or yeah. or Royal Caribbean pull into their parking space. Yeah, can't so. picture that. But yeah, they're they're probably empty several days. I'm sure there's days at Tampa where there's not a ship because the one we were on is a seven day, mm-hmm. and the other ship that goes out of there is the Inspiration, and that is a four or five day cruise. Ah, uh. so whereas we we were Sundays, mm-hmm. they may be Monday, and it's actually night, so. So then it would be Friday, I think, or Saturday, and then who knows. So there there are days where there's no ship there. Gotcha. And you can usually see that from, from the interstate. 
you can look over and see if there's a top of a, huh. a ship in port. I never thought about that. If you know where to look, that any time we drive past there, it's always, there's a ship in? <laughs> so, we had a good time. Uh, the the question you had asked was, the the friends that we went with have a reputation for being late for just about everything. For and instance, I did allude to the fact that you could have been there earlier and on the ship. Yeah, but now that wasn't happening. Uh, no matter what their intentions are, they always manage to run late. And you had asked me, because we told them flat out, we are, we're leaving you behind if if it comes down to it. It's between you and the ship, and yeah, we're taking the, the buffet. We're going. Yeah. And you find your own way home. But no, we never got close to that. Anything that, that pretty much had a set time that we had to be somewhere or do something at a set time, they were pretty close to on time. Hmm. Anytime there was a... Flexibility. A flexibility like... They knew it was just they were meeting you... Like, yeah, exactly. You want to go to lunch? Yeah, let me get ready. Let me put my shoes on. That was always the good <laughs> one. Let me put my shoes on. The that's when I would. Shoe, uh, that's when I would take my shoes off, lay down on the bed, and turn the TV on because you know that's going to be at least fifteen minutes. Hmm. I don't know why. I don't get it. So you say, well, how about you go get them and put them on in here? <laughs> yeah, really. But hey, like I said, and I even told him this. When it came to on stuff that you had to be on time for, you were pretty good. When when there was flexibility, he said, and he finished the sentence. He said, "It took us half an hour." I said, "Yeah, pretty much." See, now the thing is, is does that did were did that make you happy or did that make you angry? Because on one hand, I go, "Okay, well, that's good that uh, you know that they that they were there when they needed to be." But on the other hand, that's like, well, obviously they're capable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it depended. Yeah. It depended on the mood. Or what and it was, and it was a vacation. You guys knew exactly. that, so yeah. And, you know, we th- like I said, they they did good for the one, so we kind of cut them some slack with the, the other. other. Yeah, that's cool. So, and you went to Photoshop World. I did, but I think we're going to have to talk about that after our next music. Wow, break. did I manage to babble uh, for yeah, that long? Almost twenty-three minutes. Yeah. Okay. Well, at least there were a few new. Yeah, new there's some new information for anybody who did uh, suffer through the last show. It was an exclusive. Yes. <laughs> For those of you who needed the repeat. Uh, so tonight we're going to start off with uh, the mumblers. Uh, shake the that medication. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I was corrected by Mimi Bun. It's not the mumblers, it's the mumblers. But to, oh. me, to me, it still sounds, you know, hey, if you mumble it, then it's still the mumblers. The mumblers. Yeah. So uh, shake that medication. Uh oh. Alright. Speaking of. English, motherfucker, do you speak it? Shake 
Again. Yep. Thank you, Mumblers. Yes, thank yes. you. Sorry. <laughs> no, okay. I turned thank around you, and looked at you. you like, uh, thank you, Mumblers. I have nothing more to say. <laughs> Done. Yes. Done. 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 
So, you went to Photoshop World. Yep, and uh, I have even less to say about it than I did last time. Oh. Uh, <laughs> wow. No, the thing is, is that I go to these all the time. I go to these twice a year, and it used to be I could talk about the strange happenings or the interesting things that happened in the places I was at, but uh-huh. the last few years, it's been in Florida and Vegas every year, so it's kind of like, and, and Vegas is a little more to talk about. Orlando's kind of old hat for me. Mm. Like, I may have yeah. gone to a new show or been propositioned by a new hooker on the street that I could tell <laughs> you about or uh, something crazy that, that happened that seemed wacky or I stepped in something. But, uh... Or you crashed a party. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh... But, not, you know, but but Orlando's... Yeah. Just... It's Orlando. That's Orlando's my cheap, cheap convention because, uh... Gotcha. Because I, I just... I stay someplace really cheap because I know the area and I can drive there and then I, like, take stu- take food, extra stuff to eat so I don't necessarily always have to go out for meals and stuff. And, right. You know, it's, it's just a nice, cheap, easy one. There's no airfare, so... I treat it like that, pretty much. It's at the convention center? Yeah, Orla- Orange County Convention Center in Orlando, yeah. Do you know what Orlando's... I assume it's it's either Orlando's or the convention center's uh, motto or slogan is? No. Well, we saw it on the convention center. Hang A big banner on the outside of the convention center, because we were over there last week. Oh, I, I saw that, but I don't remember what it said. Orlando makes me smile. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. That's so corny. That sounds like something a person in leadership at our department might have come up with. Yeah. Oh, I, oh. At the yeah. widget factory. Sure does. And printed out on big posters and hung somewhere. And hung everywhere. Yep. Widgets make me smile. Oh, fuck off. Sorry. Speaking of anyway, which, I, I hear there's going to be a widget quality checkers again. Sounds like it. Yeah, they got rid of those. And then now they're bringing. Now apparently there was a problem with the uh, the quality of our product, and uh, they're bringing them back. Yep. Yeah. Well. So we we had we had people who whose job was to do nothing but check the quality of things. They like tested of the widgets. our product, and. We also had clerks who made, you know, the stuff get entered into the computer and all that stuff. And move the widgets around. And they decided around. that uh, let's combine the two because we don't need either one full time. But then quality went down. They decided, hey, well, actually, you and know, they told I you guys to stop relying on the quality checkers. You know, <laughs> well, yeah, just uh, look it over, and if it looks good, just ship it, send it out. That's what we did. But. Uh, I had I had mentioned to my supervisor that the uh, she had said something about the quality going down and th- that the the salespeople are upset about that. I said, you know, if only we had someone who could look at these things all day and check the quality of it. And she said, well, they have other things. You know, they they have other aspects to their job too. I said, then yeah, maybe, but they didn't used to. <laughs> Yeah, I said maybe we need to hire some people to do that that quality thing. <laughs> you know, yeah. being the smart ass that I am, I had no choice but to kind oh, of, of say to in in my own sarcastic way say, "You were the ones who got rid of those people." Yeah, you're the ones that said told half the quality checkers your services are no longer needed. Actually, yeah, you're right. I forgot that part. They did let half of them go. Half the quality checkers before they combined them with the clerk people. You're right. Yeah, and now they changed their mind again. Yeah. 
Oh, well. I don't know. I just thought that was a funny little aside when I got that message today. Mm -hmm. <laughs> hmm. What a novel idea. Clever. Yeah. Again, the the, the uh, logo for our company really should be a circle. Because it all <laughs> just keeps going around and around. Yep. No matter what we do, we're going to undo it eventually. And, and then, then redo, redo it. 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 And, and claim it's it. brand new. Yep. We'll give it a new catchy buzzword title. I think that's pretty much most of corporate America. Probably. Because... The circle of corporate life. Really, until I started working at our company, I didn't really get Dilbert. Yeah. And because I never... I Either I didn't really work in an office, or when I did work in an office, it, I wasn't there lo long enough or involved enough in office politics... Like, when I was doing tech support, I was in a call center, I wore a headset all day, and I talked ah, to strangers all day. Gotcha. I didn't, you know, nothing really changed unless it came from Microsoft, you know, the, the company that was sub that we were, like, sub-led under. Uh -huh. So, my job was consistent, for the most part. Or, when the changes would come along, it was from our client, not from, like, my manager saying, okay, we're going to try something new. Gotcha. So, uh, I didn't really experience a lot of the BS stuff until <laughs> I got to our place. And then, and then uh, it kicked right in. Yep. <laughs> and then I was like, you know, I thought this Dilbert comic thing was stupid, but actually, <laughs> it's dead on. Yeah. It makes me here somewhere. Exactly. Makes me wonder how, you know, our country has survived <laughs> the last yeah. 50 years. But, uh, oh, so back to Photoshop World. Yes. So, uh, not a whole lot of exciting stuff to report. The, um, the keynote was cool. The series theme was Project Photoshop, which was a... A parody of uh, Project Runway, and they did something kind of cool with. The oh, I love me some Project Runway. Yes. Uh, they did a funny little thing with uh, the uh, I want what is it the Academy of Art and Design or yeah something like that. Yeah, it was the Orlando chapter of it. They actually uh, I think it was like a hundred bucks. They one of the classes there. They they made a deal with the teacher where they gave each student a hundred bucks to design a dress based on a theme of Photoshop. Uh huh. And. Uh, it was basically so they all designed these costumes and then they did like a runway show with them and there was a whole parody thing where some of the costumes were made by the the, the Photoshop guys that are the guys that run the thing themselves and stuff and there was, so there was this whole little story and it was all filmed and like it was on Bravo they had the little Bravo logo and, <laughs> and uh, it was oh it wasn't live? N no this stuff oh, was okay. all pre-recorded gotcha. but, they, but they had the runway there so what happens is then they when they pick the winner quote uh -huh. unquote and of course all the people in the movie are actual instructors. So you've got, like, Dave Zeiser, who's a wedding photographer guy. He plays the judge, you know, the guy that walks around in the, the jacket with the, with the tie and, and, and insults all their designs. Yeah. Oh, like, oh, okay. oh, this is perfect. Here, I, I, I think I know just what you need. Select all, delete, you know, that guy, <laughs> the, the one that does all that stuff. Gotcha. Uh, and, um, so then they announced the winner, which, of course, is Scott Kelby, the, the president of the National Association of Photoshop Professionals. And he's like, like so what are you going to do for your show? And he's like, I don't know. I'm thinking, like, I'll have two topless guys with giant flags waving them, and there'll be, like, balloons dropping everywhere, and the models will all come out and clap, and then I'll kind of do a little kick and throw my hat and then walk out on the stage. And they're like, I just don't see it. And he's like, here, let me show you. And then we all that out. happens. <laughs> yeah. uh, but there's a funny thing with the balloon drop, though. So uh, all these balloons drop out onto the floor, and if I, I may actually post a picture, probably not, but I might <laughs> post a picture showing this. Uh, but it was a very big, very dramatic thing, and it was really cool the way they had it set up with the runway. And uh, so the front row seating was set up like a fashion show where they were all angled in towards the runway instead of just normal stadium-style seating. Uh, -huh. uh But apparently after the balloon drop, the fire marshal said that they couldn't have the balloon drop. Like, I guess they didn't realize this was going to happen. Yeah. 
So, uh, they made an announcement that there was a, uh, at least this is as I understand it, I don't want to be making any uh, deflammatory remarks about what they did and then doing something sneaky or sly, but as, I w- as it was told to me, uh, they did this balloon drop and then found out that the fire marshal was going to shut them down because apparently the balloons on the ground was a safety hazard. If, if God forbid, the building caught fire and there were horrible flames, the people could trip and fall on the balloons and then perish or <laughs> something. So they come out and announce that there are gift cards for BH Photo Video up in New York, this giant mega uh, photo store, which is one of the sponsors of the event, that there are gift cards in some of the balloons. So go ahead and start popping <laughs> to get rid of the balloons. But the, but the funny part was, though, is that the balloon popping took about four minutes. And it sounded like rifle fire in this <laughs> giant auditorium for about... And it, it was just like the music was playing, and then it pop, 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 pop. The music stopped. Pop, 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 pop. And he's just, like, he's just up on the center stage looking around, and it's like pop, 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 pop. And he's going, <laughs> so this is the first and last balloon drop we'll be at. I mean, <laughs> and it happened like tw- two more times where the, something got mentioned about the balloons again, and there were like two or three more rounds of people popping balloons, but it just there were so many of them. And <laughs> it wasn't like pop, 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 done. And it was like on and on, and I was like, "Oh, they should do that again." They probably won't do it in Vegas because he seemed kind of serious about the. Yeah, I hadn't planned on that. <laughs> Were there really gift cards in them? I, I don't think so. I never saw anyone. Th- th- okay, so this is what I was told: is that they they did the gift card thing as a way of getting rid of the balloons so they wouldn't get shut down. Right. Uh, and I never saw, and I was I was very close to where all the balloons dropped, and of course there were a lot of balloons, uh-huh. but I was seeing, you could see them on the ground, and you could see through them, they weren't opaque balloons. Oh, okay. And I didn't see anything in any of them, and if, so if there were, there weren't that many, there couldn't have been more than a couple <laughs> in these, like, thousand plus balloons. Which, which is another reason. Then they would have just said, "Hey, we got a problem. Could you guys help us out and pop these?" Yeah, but I don't know if they'd really wanted to. I mean, but at the same time, if they had to explain why, that would be kind of. Oh yeah. But could you pop these balloons? Because we got somebody trying to shut us. That that's, that doesn't seem too professional. True. You know? That sounds yeah. like something we might have done in back in the days of the me and Wampa dude when. You know, <laughs> like, uh, hey guys, those balloons. There's a free beer for anybody that pop. You know, no. <laughs> But uh, but overall, it was a good event, good event. Uh, a lot of photography classes I went to this time, so I'm kind of itching to, to do a little bit more stuff with that. I did a, I already did a headshot for one of our new supervisors, and it's well above and beyond uh, any of the ones that I've done with the company before, which is bad, cool. and, which is good because I was a little proud of myself um, with my little reflectors and my light stands and all this other stuff that I knew better how to set up than I have in the past. But it's also bad uh. because... <laughs> Now they see it and they're like, oh, that's perfect, yeah. Mm-hmm. As it is, they go, did you bring your camera in today? And I'm like, no, I don't, you know, it's like $2,000 worth of equipment and it weighs about 8 pounds. I don't usually lug that in every day. Yeah, you're so, already the company photographer. Well, the department photographer. Well, yeah. But, you know, so, anyway, but at least now maybe I can have more fun with it. Uh, the, you know, I'll put a little bit more thought into things and if anybody gives me crap about setup and stuff, I'll just, hey, Somebody else here's got a cell phone. Why don't you let them do it? You know, I'll st- uh, yeah. I'll start wearing an ascot and, and a beret and start smoking cigarettes and <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so you know the moody artistic type. Yes, but uh, uh, so but yeah, overall good time. Um, yeah, and there you are. And boy, our quick little recap took what does that say? How many minutes? We're up to. Uh, 39? 39 minutes. 39 minutes for a recap. We're almost ready for our second music break. Yeah, we are. 
But we talked about Widget Factory stuff in there, too, though. Oh, good point. Yes. Okay, so subtract two minutes. It was <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It was not a pure recap. No. So, between the two of us, yeah, we managed to talk about stuff we've already talked about for almost 40 minutes. Well, that was good, because at least we had practice. Yes. That's right. We, we, I, th- I think tonight's show actually went better than last week's, last too, as a because there was no, uh, um... No. Mm. The only thing that's going to be missing this week is... It's Mal. Mal. That's too bad, because that was... It was actually pretty cool. That was the first time I was here. Because after the show, we then went from audio to video. Right. And I was finally able to see his... The apartment that he's in. Mal did the grand tour, otherwise known as the 360-degree <laughs> rotation of his laptop. It, it was pretty interesting. Okay, let's see if I can remember... That's the first time I've seen out the window. When he actually pointed it out the window... It looks like he was on, what, like the second floor? Yeah. I would say so. In, in Epcot. In Epcot, yeah. <laughs> That's funny, because the way he talked about how urban it was, or how it was, was urban, you know, more urban than any place in Tampa, not not as city, big city as you was expecting, but definitely more than here. Right. I was thinking, like, modern buildings, like or just, like, you know, non-decor, you know, just standard giant rectangles sticking out of the ground with <laughs> windows and these had the latticed roofs and the yeah. curves and had all the this Asian stuff. look yeah it. it looked like we were looking across the street at like a uh, like a Kobe or a uh, Aragados or yeah. something you're right but um, one of the things I thought a couple of things I thought were interesting um, his kitchen area <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, yeah, he's mentioned it before, <laughs> but, but just to give you an idea, it looked like it l- the entire kitchen area to me is like about the size of the desk that's here, which is maybe four feet wide, two feet deep. It reminded me of the bathroom on an airplane. A little bit, yeah. Just a little sink, a hot plate on not top a st- of the not, counter. Not an actual stove or oh, an no. oven, just a hot plate. Right. Hey. And now that I think of it, the microwave... Is outside on top of the refrigerator. On top of the refrigerator, which, which is, is like also a dorm outside. room fridge. Yeah, and uh, his hamper is also his washing machine. Right, that was one of the things I. That's was on the other side of the room. He just he says he no longer separates. He just throws everything in there, and when it's full, he turns it on. Yep, which is actually kind pretty of convenient. Yeah. yeah. Um, no dryer. That's outside on that that enclosed porch area. Also known also. as cables to hang things on. True. Oh, yeah. is that what it was? They were just yeah. There was no actual dryer. It was just oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah it was a clothesline. So so he's wearing stiff clothes. Yeah. Um, the TV. What what was on? Um, Ice Age. Yeah. Ice Age was on while in the background while we were talking. You know that it. was actually the one one the one thing that that was he has a better bigger TV. You're in, right. in his little tiny place in Korea than he does here. You're right. Now, if you're listening, we're trying to shove your mother into it. I swear. <laughs> well, we're, we're working on it. Yep. Trying to get you that big screen TV for when you get back. Exactly. Um, yeah, he does have a bigger TV there there than here. Yeah. Or at least a flatter one. Yeah. Wider, uh, anyway. I don't know if it's actually... Dimensions are bigger, but it's definitely a wide... It's a wide screen. It's flat. It looks looks bigger, but who knows. And then there's the desk in the corner, small desk that's also his dining room. <laughs> Which he said was thank- thankfully didn't have uh, drawers underneath or he wouldn't be able to eat at it, you know. Oh, was, was that the desk? That was that That thing, was yeah. the desk, that's right. And he also said, and that's what just confused me, because he said the bed itself 
instead of being instead of them being smart enough to make the drawers underneath it's just solid it's a solid box that the mattress is on yeah so that's so, all wasted space yeah, instead of there. having some extra storage you think they'd be like masters of that you would think wouldn't you yeah but it was it was very cool seeing him he looks good he's he, things were a little better he talked about or did he talk about it or was it on his blog or Oh no, that's right. You it have was to tell me what it is before. Yeah, I, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> his uh, his solo show that he did. Uh huh. He was talking about how the homeroom teacher made the oh the student. entire class kneel on the desk for an hour and a half. Yeah. Kneel on each of their desks for an hour and a half as punishment, and so he was getting a little better results from them. Yes. Apparently that stuff is still allowed in some parts of the world. <laughs> oh yeah, he said something. Didn't he say something like about Alabama and Korea? Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> like a kid walked into the room late or and something. The teacher like punched him in the forehead with her knuckles or something. So, yeah, something like that. Like how the coach got in trouble for hitting a kid, or got the kid complained because the coach hit him or something, and he's like, "Hey, could you do that to one of mine?" And the coach is like, "No." He's like, "I'll pay you." Yeah, yeah, because because he as an outsider is not allowed to strike the children. Mm-hmm. Although figures he finds the one country where where corporal punishment is still allowed in schools and he's not allowed to administer it. Yeah, really. That's like a that's like one of the levels of hell for Mao. <laughs> right <laughs> up there was the no Taco Bell and no good beer. Gaijin is that the word or is that Japanese? I think that's for Japanese. outsider. Isn't am I right or am I, I saying something so. bad? I think that I don't know. Who knows? No. Well, if we, if you're saying something bad, it's completely unintentional. In which case, unless you find it funny, in which case we totally play. <laughs> yeah. So you know what? We need to stop for a music break here. But Do we, we still, have to? We, don't, we could just talk through. We just eff oh. it with our uh, second musical guests. Oh, all right. Just go ahead and play the music. All right. Coming up is uh, Electric by Red Bacteria Vacuum. RBV. Huh? The other day I was so desperate for a beer, I snuck into the football stadium and ate the dirt under the bleachers. I'm in a bus to the end of the night. 
This last 12 minutes, and now it's like, oh crap! I'm now we've got like three topics, and I'm talking over our time. So go. I'm starting. What was? What was? Th- no, you started with. Okay. Oh, uh, 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 fake topic phone. Yeah. Hey, look. Let me look at the topic phone. Here's the topic: dr- smoking drivers. All right. Yeah. <coughs> so <laughs> I've been noticing more and more lately, and I remember seeing this as a kid, and not really like on the highway, and not really thinking much of it, just like it was a normal thing. Which is you see a car driving, and then suddenly you see this little flare like come out of the driver's side and bounce on the road and kind of like huh. hit the car you're in, and then uh-huh. you keep on going. And of course, that's an asshole throwing a lit cigarette out a window. Of course, because that's that's allowed and safe. And and uh, I've been noticing it more and more now driving. I don't know, maybe it's the path, the roads I'm on, and the, I don't know, but. I keep seeing it. Every time I see it, it just really pisses me off. Mm-hmm. I want to, I, I like want to, if it's, because sometimes they do it at a stoplight, and I want to get out and go pick it up and throw it back in their window. Because <laughs> first of all, I don't smoke, so a lot of things about smokers irritate me. And mm-hmm. Starting with the whole, why do I feel like I'm being persecuted? And it's like, well, because what you do is filthy and nasty and disgusting, and yeah. unlike dip, it's not something you keep to yourself when you do it. True. So it, I always you, said, if you want to get lip cancer and spit in a cup, go for it. I you want to blow smoke in my face? Out you. How to keep the smoke right around you and not invade my space? I'd have no problem with it. You're killing yourself as long as it doesn't affect me. But I don't think they've managed to do that yet. Nope. nope. But anyway, some restaurants have put glass ac- separating the smoking sections where they did before they banned smoking indoors. Yeah. It. And that was always nice because it looked like they were like the smokers were in their little fish tank. Yeah. But but, uh, but no, I, I don't know. That just really. And, like, my mom smoked, okay, and my, my grandfather smoked, and I remember they always had ashtrays that were full, that, like, needed to be, because yeah. they never dumped their ash out the window, and they never threw cigarettes out of their cars. Right. Which tells me that it's possible to be a smoker and not a complete fucking asshole. Oh. So, I, I don't know, you know? Yeah. Anyway. Well, the other thing is, several years ago, we had a really bad drought here, and we had fires. That's right. All over. And like off the sides of highways, too. Yep. And I'll never forget, my mother was telling me a story that, she, I forget if she saw it in the, on the news or read it somewhere, about a cop saw someone throw a, a cigarette like that out mm-hmm. the window, pulled them over and gave them a ticket. Because it was, it could have started a fire. To me, that should be littering, which is like the minimum $50 fine, right. plus arson. Yeah, there you go. So... Which you know, so so on top of your criminal act or your your, <laughs> so if you're smoker, I mean if you're a smoker, we do apologize for your for uh, picking on you, but oh well, exactly. Anyway, so 
What was the other things we came... Oh, TooBigForStrollers.com. No, TooBigForStroller. No S at the end. Dot com. com. Happened to hear that on the radio the other day, and I went to it, and it, it's exactly what it sounds like. Kids that are just way too old and too big to be in a stroller. You know, where they're dragging their feet underneath, or they have their feet up over that bar in the front. Yeah. Which, of course... Well, they're I sitting there with their knees up, almost like they'd be sitting on the ground if they were kind of laying down with their legs, with their knees up in the air and their feet. Like, they're kind of, like, scrunched in, you know, huddled yeah. with their knees, like... Exactly. That was a perfect sound effect for that, too. I wonder if I picked it up when I went, like... Anyway. That I was uh, Man With No Name's phone with the yeah, Star Trek sound. I should have had it turned down. But it was perfect timing. If, if it went through, you know... Otherwise, they have no idea what the hell I'm talking no. about. That's actually the third time it's happened. I probably should check it. Mm-hmm. But we're almost done. Um, so I sent that website out to to the group at work, you know. <laughs> and that's how it's labeled on my computer. If the I group. type group, it sends it to a certain <laughs> certain group of people. And how did what did that lead into? It led into a... Harmony posted the two things she hates about people with strollers. That's right. Like when they, they bump into the back of your feet, feet while you're walking, and when you turn around and look at them, they're like, what the hell is your problem? Yeah. And I don't remember what the other one was. Um, using the stroller as a a warning that you're about to cross the street. That was mine. That was yours? Yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. Which, uh, which, which Oh, you mean from, from Harmony herself? Yeah. What the other thing was. Yeah, I don't remember that. And then I came in with three. When, the, when, they, when, the, when they use the stroller like an alert signal, like... I've pushed a stroll out into the street, which means that an adult human being is about to step out. Please yield. The hell with the child in the stroller. Which, yeah. uh, I see that so often. I don't know, maybe it's just instinct because people aren't used to the idea of that they're in a stroller, like they get up to the curb, like they're going to cross. So, boom, the stroller goes out because they're, they're, they're working their way up to the, the edge and they don't really think about it. Yeah. But, which could be, but... You don't deserve to have a child. <laughs> yeah. If you put the child's safety behind your own, yeah, that makes uh, no that, sense. that makes that pisses People me off stupid. all the time. Yeah. Really dumb. But uh, but you know, a couple of those pictures. One or two of those pictures. I I'll, I give those people cut those people a little bit of slack because they look like theme park strollers. And like, oh. like if you go to Disney, they have those strollers that are kind of bigger. In right. some cases, they can actually they're meant to fit two kids. Right. And I think if my choice was between two-thirds of the way through the day carrying a 30-pound child uh-uh. or tossing them in a stroller and shoving them, I might start out the day with a stroller just to, to hedge yeah. my bets. That would be 15 bucks well spent, I think. Yeah, I'll go along with that. Uh, but, yeah, the majority of those pictures, though, would look freakish. <laughs> It was it was actually scary to see some of because I'm thinking at what point does the kids start to feel weird about I guess at that age though you don't think about it you don't really notice that stuff until like eight or nine or ten yeah but uh well that's how old some of them look <laughs> yeah true <laughs> one of them had facial hair it was freaky yeah that was the creepy one yeah yeah Salvador Dali mustache curls so too big for stroller dot com. com definitely check it out and uh. Let us know what you think in the comments, or send Mal an email. There you go. I think we're pretty much done, aren't we? I think we're we a few are. minutes early. We're but a couple minutes early, but we're going to go ahead and stop, because that last topic will take us over. So, And next week, we're going to talk about my cruise and about Photoshop World. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that one will be un- unlistenable again, so it'll, it'll be like it never happened. <laughs> you know, 
Anyway, anyway, who are you? I'm Chromie. Who are you? Man with no name. Oh, and that worked. We'll have to do that. Um, yeah, who are you? Yeah, who are you? Yes, clever. And uh, <laughs> to all of those of you out there, wherever you are, good night. Oh, shit.